Okay, yesterday I went to pick up some new pets. I uh, got three new chilazones. So I went to Mansi for a guy who uh, smuggled it, not smuggled, who uh, imported a number of uh, chilazones. And uh, he was telling me that he had started a, a practice of reciting a bracha on his talus katan every morning. Nothing related to chilazones other than, I guess, tzitzis, that he was uh, he started a practice of reciting a bracha on his talus katan, even though he does, in fact, wear a talus gadol, because the impression he got from the Shulchan Aruch is that nowadays that's what one should do. So the question is, is that really the impression you get from the Shulchan Aruch? Why is the minute that people do not recite a bracha on the talus katan? And are there circumstances that one should say a bracha on so the fellow is basing himself on what the Shulchan Aruch says in Simen Ches, Si'if Yud. The Shulchan Aruch writes, Im bracha, That if you put on your tzitzes, when your hands are still unclean, do not recite a bracha yet. What you could do is, put the tzitzes on without a bracha, then once you wash your hands, you can then um, move the tzitzis around and recite a bracha, or just wait till you put on another talus and say a bracha then, and have in mind that it should go on the tzitzis as well. And then you wouldn't need to be mimashmesh in the first tzitzis. So he deduced that the only reason we don't say a bracha on a talus katan is that our hands aren't clean yet, so we just wait for a talus gadol. But nowadays the practice is to wash our hands before we put on the talus katan for many people. So there's no reason to delay the bracha. They used to have they used to not have immediate access to clean water, but we have immediate access to clean water. Our bathrooms are in our homes right there. Everything is, is so quick. So maybe we should recite a bracha on Italis Katan. Now this Psak of the Shulchan Aruch is based on the Tosas of Meseches Menachas Tavlamet Vavamadalev, where the Gemara says that, that even if a person has to travel early in the morning and he's concerned that he's going to lose his tefillin if he doesn't wear them, he could put on tefillin before the zman and just be memashvish bam at the zman and say a bracha at that time. So Tosas deduces that you can also put on tzitzis without a bracha. And a lot of people do this now. Now it gets uh, light very late and uh, and and it's just going to get worse. So uh, so we recite a bracha. Uh, um, well, it's it's this coming week is going to be even worse in terms of uh, how late it gets uh, light. So many people put on their tzitzis way before this man. So you can put on tzitzis without a bracha, even though it would seem to violate the Gemara Pesachim Dav Zayin, Kala Mitzvah Kula and Mevarchan Lein Yasan, because you simply can't say the bracha at that time. So the mitzvah is ongoing. So whenever you say the bracha, it's still kind of Ovelas Yasan, because you're still wearing the tzitzis. The Bach in Simul Ches points out that the Rabbeinu Yonan, Sefer Ayira, says that it's certainly better to wash your hands first, so you can say the bracha before putting on the talus katan, and this fellow reasoned that nowadays we have immediate access to clean water, so just say a bracha on the tzitzis, say a bracha on the talus katan. But uh, what I want to argue today is that that is not so simple, and that is probably incorrect, right? Probably we should not recite, anyone who wears a talus gadol should not recite a bracha on the talus katan, and there are several other reasons, because there are many other reasons that we do not recite a bracha on the talus katan, and we'll mention six potential reasons not to recite a bracha on a talus katan. First of all, sometimes the talus katan is too small to be chayiv in tzitzis. Mishbur and Simchas of Kan Chavdalit points this out. He writes, Kama pa'amim ein ra'u ilavarich alav de'in pasuach rubo, odu hu katan me'ashir, amavor le'kamar me'ashir, 
Yotzim and Tazayin, and in Sivkat and Yotzayin he writes, Veda de'ein levarich al talus katan ad shihi al kolpanim archo gimel riveyama lekol tzad, v'nekev beis ha'tzavarein aluminaminyin, that you need three quarters of an amma on each side, not counting the whole, v'gam shiya pasuach rubo, v'an she maisa noagin amma milfreim, v'amma milachreim, and an she maisa noag to have a full amma in front and a full amma in back. So very often talus katan is too small, and maybe should not even require a brach in the first place. Now, Meisha writes in the tshuva. He was asked about the minig of bnei yeshiva to wear a talis katan that's too small and that uh, and and uh, and that therefore doesn't require a brach. He said it's wrong. They shouldn't do that. They should wear a larger talis katan. But be that as it may, a lot of people do not. A lot of people wear a small talis katan, and it's at least a suffix whether it's chayv in a bracha. Second of all, the strings often tear, which might make them puzzle. And if you don't check them constantly. You may have torn strings, and you may have a puzzle talus katan. Third, even if it's technically large enough, the Eshel Avram Bachach, or Avram Bachach, writes that it's possible that you don't say a bracha on a beged that you wouldn't go out to the shuk with. The Ramah says in Simitah Zayin, Sivalev, that the beged has to be something you'd walk out with to the shuk. So the Bachach understands that that means that it has to be the type of garment you would wear as a beged elion, having nothing to do with its size even. It's just the type of, of, of beged that you would wear out. And many of our begotten for tzitzis are made like undershirts. They're not made for something that we'd be comfortable wearing out in public. Fourth, there's a machlokas as to what the proper nusach habracha is on the talis katan. Shulchan Aruch in Simen Chesif Vav says that you can say this atif on the talis katan even though you don't do an atifa. But the Ramah says, al mitzvah that the proper bracha is al mitzvah tzitzis. Well, what's the issue with each uh, nusach? Why would you favor one nusach over the other? This atif or al mitzvahs? So in the Kolbo, in Simen Chav Beis, and the Muka Yosef, in Tzitzis, uh, uh, in Hilchah Tzitzis, says that you should not say lis atif, presumably because we don't actually do a real atif on them. So Beis Yosef quotes the Agur, uh, in the name of the Tshuvas Maril, Simon Yud, that there's nothing wrong with saying lis atif, even though we don't do a nituf. He says, you know, that's just the Nusach bracha. It's like the bracha of Leishev Basukah, even though you're not necessarily sitting at that uh, at that time. But it includes everything. It includes even when you're not doing the Iker Yeshiva. The Maril, so over here also, lis atif includes uh, however you happen to be wearing the tzitzis. The Maria Buav, quoted by the Beis Yosef, says that you can't say al mitzvahs because al is l'sha'avar mashma and brachas are supposed to be over las yasan. Al implies that it already was but brachas are supposed to be something that will soon be. The dark emotion in Oshay says that that's the reason that we say al mitzvahs and not something like lihislabesh or lihisatev, is that we're concerned that you're not actually being makayim the mitzvah. So we dafka use the lashon l'sha'avar because we, we want our nusach bracha to reflect that maybe we're not actually getting the mitzvah right now. Maybe our baggage's too small, maybe it's torn, maybe there's something wrong with it, maybe it's not the kind of baggage you'd walk out with all the issues that we raised. So we dafka use a nusach of the bracha, says the Ramah in Dark Moshe, to indicate that that we're blessing Hashem for giving us this wonderful mitzvah called tzitzis, even though we're not actually fulfilling the mitzvah right now. On the other hand, in Chuvis Tashbeitz Chelbeisim and Mem, he says that there's no makar in Shas for the bracha of al mitzvahs, and it might be a violation of Mishanim Imad 
So bottom line is, you see that there's this uh, big tumult about what the proper bracha should be. Mishabur and Sivkat and Yedzayin says, really, but the Yavid, either bracha works, whether you say Lesatif, whether you say Al-Mitzvah, and either bracha works for Talas Katan and for Talas Gadol, but nevertheless, when it comes to Talas Katan, there's a whole tumult, what, what bracha you should say. So maybe it's better to be Yotze with the bracha and Talas Gadol. Fifth issue is that there's a machlokas, whether there even is a Chiv Tzitzis on a beggar that you don't wrap yourself in and you just, uh, you just wear. Sixth issue is there might not be enough of a hefsik man between the talus katan and talus gadol, which would warrant uh, making a second bracha, and that would therefore turn the second bracha into a bracha levatala. In the mishabur and sivkat chavdal in simches writes vaachi nog bismanenu levarich al talus gadol ulechavin liftor bezeh talus katan. The our minig is we only say bracha on talus gadol. We have kavana to patra the talus katan vaachi adiv tfemi mashenog in eza anoshim shemavarchan al talus katan v'tekam varchan al he says what's definitely wrong is people who say a brach on their talus katan and then right away they put on their talus gadol. That's a brach shein On the other hand, if there's too much of a hefsik, it could be that you would have to say a separate bracha. Rav Shlomo Zalman in Halicha Shlomo, Parak Gimel, footnote 39, says that no matter how much of a hefsik there is, he does not believe you need to say a separate bracha. However, in Archos Rabbeinu, Chelek Aleph, page Chav Beis, and Chelek Gimel, page Chav Beis Zayin, it says that the Chazanish and the Stipler would say a bracha on the Talos Katan if they knew that it was going to be a long while before they put on the Talos Gadol. I mean, if they knew that it was going to be a long hefsik man between the two, then they would uh, they they would uh, they, they would say a bracha in, in in they would say a bracha on both. So our practice is that we do not say a bracha on talus katan, and it's clearly not about this issue of yadayim sheinakios. That's just an additional element. That's why it's uh, it's okay. Uh, we see from there that it's uh, that, that that that's just an additional raya that you don't need to recite the bracha before putting on the Talas Katan, when there are reasons not to. In fact, the Dark Emotion in Gimel writes, after discussing the fact that we don't do Atifa, and that many wear small Begadim, he says, That every Yerei Shemayim has a Talas Gadol that they say a Bracha on. And we have an additional Minog of also wearing Tzitzis, so that we even when we take off our talus, we should still have tzitzis on in some level. The Ramah says that's the minig. He then acknowledges that the Hamon Am doesn't have this minig, but he says that's the minig of medaktikim, of people who are careful. Furthermore, even if none of these chashashos apply, the minig is clearly not to say the bracha. Rav Shlomo Zalman, in Alich Shlomo Paragimel Seif Yud, note Yud Ches, writes, Va'af b'deleka chashashos elu, even if you don't have any of these chashashos, you know your strings are rock solid and your begging is huge and you're uh, going to have a hefsik's man between the Tal's Katan and Tal's Gadol and you know uh, that we pass them like the Ramah that you could say Al Mitzvah says, you have none of these chashashos for whatever reason, still the minig is not to say the bracha. Why? He says, uh, he says because once these chashashos exist, the minig has developed not to say the bracha and therefore even when the chashashos don't exist, we still don't say the bracha. He says, Mashal he says, you know what it's like? There's a halacha that you're supposed to tear kriya at the shasit and shama, or at the time that you hear that someone dies. When does everybody tear kriya? At the levaya. Everyone tears Kriya at the Levaya. Why? Because we're afraid people aren't going to know the halachos of Kriya, so they wait till the Chever Kadisha is there, and the Chever Kadisha can tell them how to do it, how they're supposed to properly properly do it. Oh, but what if you have a person who's a member of the Chever Kadisha? When does he tear Kriya? 
at the Levaya. I, why would he dare create the Levaya? Let him do it at the right time. Once the minig is developed, even though the minig was on, on account of certain chashashos, but those chashashos don't apply, the minig still applies. Also, I'll be Kabbalah, in the Sidra Rashash, he says that it's best to be uh, Meshatev, the brach of the Talas Katan with the Talas Gadol, and the Kavanos of both of them together. So, uh, however, it, one should keep in mind that there are a couple of Eitzos to avoid any sort of Safek on this matter. Rav Nevensal points out in his Meshubrura that since the brach on Talas Gadol also goes on the Talas Katan, a person shouldn't change out of his Talas Katan into a different one before putting on his Talas Gadol, because then it would turn out that he never said a brach on the first Talas Katan. I mean, if a person puts on a pair of tzitzis in the morning, then he says, nah, I'm feeling, uh, I want to wear my other tzitzis today. So uh, he changes to another pair of tzitzis before he even put on his talus gadol. That's a problem, because the whole reason you don't say brachan talus katan is that the brachan talus gadol is going to go on them. But if you've already removed what, that pair of tzitzis, then the brachan you can say later on talus gadol will not be able to go on them. Furthermore, in Sefer Piske Tshuva, Simon Cheslos Tezayin, he suggests trying to avoid too much of a time lag between talus katan and talus gadol. So the brachan can more easily relate back to the talus katan. It's not always within your control. I wake up every morning, I put on my talus katan, then I got to say a daf yomishir before davening. So I don't put on a talus gadol for, for a while. I have a long time. I, I prepare the daf, I say the daf, and then I put on the talus gadol. So it's a couple of hours usually, but if you can help it, he suggests that you should put on, you know, daven at uh, the earliest minion possible so that you could put on talus gadol soon after. And finally, the Shulchan Aruch and Sifyud Gimel says that you should have kavana, that one bracha goes on both of them. You should have in mind Dafka when you're saying the Brachan Tal's Gadol that it is going on Tal's Katan also. However, in Biralacha, in Dibra Maskalim Hayu, he says that if you always do it that way, then you don't need to actually explicitly have Kavana because it's understood Kavana that that's what you, you mean. In fact, the Eshel of Rami Bachach writes, Vigalisi daiti pamachas al kol yime chayai. Shatea Bracha istayem shalatal's Gadol kai gam al Tal's Katan. Gamimeshkach bishum pamilachavin lotia Tal's Katan Bracha. He says, I once made a declaration. For the rest of my life, every time I say a bracha on Talos Gadol, it also goes on Talos Katan, and that covers me in case I forget to actually think about it. And Kafachayim, he writes, that he would add into the Nusuch of his L'Shem Yichud, before putting on his Talos, that Hareini Mechavein Liftor Bebrachazu, Gamas HaTalos Katan Sha'alai. So he put that into the L'Shem Yichud, and that way he would never forget to have that proper Kavana. So at the end of the day, if a person does not wear a Talos Gadol, they're not married, or they... Uh, and, and they don't, they're not uh, Svarti or Yaki, and therefore they don't have a Talos Gadol. So certainly our practice is we do recite a bracha on Talos Gadol. But once a person starts wearing a Talos Gadol every day, the practice is that for many, many reasons that we do not recite a bracha on the Talos Gadol. But you should have in mind when you're saying the bracha on Talos Gadol that it goes on the Talos Gadol as well. Everyone should have a great day, and I guess I'll see you all on Wednesday.